0: Sam Carcitti, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, hi, Lappy. Congratulations. And uh, uh, I I just want to ask you, you've worked alongside Scott Gordon in the past. And uh, how would you say your style is different from his? uh, And are there some uh, similarities?
2: Hi, Sam. Thank you. Uh, Yeah, I worked with Gordo for a couple months there. And uh, I guess we're different. Like uh, you know, he's uh, he's he's a really really smart hockey guy. You know, learned from him for the two months we worked together. You know, he knows the game well, and it's. Uh, but but again, I I wouldn't comment on that because again, I only worked for with Gordo for two months. We all we all have our style. I know what kind of guy I am, and am I gonna change? No, I'll be the you know energy guy who's gonna bring uh, life at the rink every day and make sure we're. We're on the positive side. And um, I think that's what the young guys need. And uh, they need a, a leader that's going to direct them towards the right direction to be, uh, you know, to find a chair for those guys, especially those young guys coming up from juniors that just don't know what kind of player they should be as a pro. Because when you get to this, le- this level, everybody was pretty good in junior or in college. And I feel like uh, my job and our, my staff's job is going to be to to find the right chair for those guys, for them to be successful for the Phantoms. And if they are successful with the Phantoms, they can move to the next level.
1: Sam, did you have a follow-up? Yeah, when you when you mentioned the roster, when you look at the Phantoms roster, is there anybody on there or a, a few guys that really pique your interest, that guys you think they are maybe knocking on the door to the NHL?
2: I don't know. I say, I'll i be honest with you, Sam. I start watching uh, games uh, last week, just to you know, I, I'm just to get to know those guys. I see them in training camp with the Flyers, but again, like I, we see them for a week or so, and usually, I'll be honest, we focus on our main guys. Like you know, maybe if the guys are on the bubble, like Frosty was last year, you know, you kind of look at him and you're like, okay, I'll keep an eye on him. But there's so many guys in camp that yes, I'll talk to them, I'll see them on the ice and everything, but I don't really focus now. I do have all summer to focus on them and look at their game and what kind of players I think they should be and. I start working around with our develop, development crew there. We do have five, six guys and ask them around what um, what they feel about all the players we have down there. But I will make my opinion this summer and uh, maybe there will be one or two guys that will make the Flyers team next year. But for me, when I'm going to come down here full time, it's going to make sure those guys are become the best version of themselves to give themselves a chance to make it to their next level.
0: Nicholas Fierro, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead.
1: Hi and yeah, I I hope you can hear me here because I'm I'm looking at a different screen. Okay. Um. Well, you know, I, I was wondering what uh, just you learned and maybe everybody learned over this last year and the pandemic. It's been such a strange year. I, anything that you could take uh, that you, you you know forward. Um. And you think that there there could be some you know permanent changes from from that from all the different things that you guys were able to, that you had to do. Uh. Learned from the pandemic? while yeah, just uh, procedurally, you know, things that you, that you had to do with the team and you, the restrictions that you had. Um, uh,
2: do you see anything carrying forward, you know, into this next year? I don't think so. I think, uh, you know, at the rink especially, it's going to get back to normal. It's more like, you know, with the Flyers, like, we, yes, we did get tested every day and yes we had to wear a mask but at the end of the day we were at during doing what we love being you know practicing playing games and that didn't change that much other than the mask and the testing it was away from the ring you know like for our players and even our coaching staff to go home and not being able to go out and do anything that's that that was the toughest part I feel like and I think like we're going in the right direction as a You know, the world's going in the right direction. The U.S. is going in the right direction. I feel like next year, by the time the season starts, it's going to be back to normal. And uh, if anything, I learned from the pandemic, you got to enjoy life even more because you never know what's around the corner. And that's why when I found out the job was available two weeks ago, I'm like, that's my chance to uh, take a step and and have a new uh, challenge in my life. I always like to challenge myself, you know, excuse me, physically and mentally. And uh, that's my next big challenge.
0: Charlie O'Connor, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead. Hey, Ian. Since you've moved into, you know, a coaching role post-playing career, you've taken on a lot of different roles, you know, within the Flyers organization, a lot of different jobs. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you found, I guess, across those jobs that you particularly enjoy the, the developmental side of coaching? And if so, is that kind of why you think you're a good fit for this role?
2: I love working with the young guys. You know what, that's what I did as a player development and uh, being an assistant coach. I was always like uh, the, not the buffer, but the guy who, you know, played and could relate with those young guys. And I took that and um, I loved it. And it's one thing that uh, now I got a chance to do it uh, as a head coach. I won't change my mentality. I like to work with those young guys and, and for sure, just going through like player development and, uh, and assistant coach for that long. And uh, it really helped me prepare myself for this role. And uh, there's one guy I mentioned earlier and I didn't mention to you guys. I just want to give him a little shout out there. Paul Unger. Homer. like uh, without him, I wouldn't be here. Like he's the guy who uh, signed me the passion in the game. And he's, like, he asked me what I wanted to do after. And, and I told him what I wanted to do. And he helped me um, from day one. And, uh, you know, there's, you meet so many people in hockey. That uh, you know, some you you forget, and but Paul Holmgren—that's the guy I'll never forget. He's the guy who gave me all my chance, my chances, and uh, I can't thank him enough.
0: Patrick Williams, you're on with the LaPerriere. Go ahead. Yes, Ian. Uh, congratulations. Um, you've been an assistant coach for eight years. Now you're moving into a head coaching role. Um, how do you anticipate that that adjustment to be? You know, going into a very different um, type of job.
2: Well, it's going to be an adjustment for. Uh, for me and for the players around me but at the end of the day like I'll be myself you know it's taking me that far in life I'm, I'm not planning on changing there's one thing I do have control the ice time that's the thing that i never controlled before and players have to know that and um, again I want to bring like a way to you know the way we're going to play it's the style of play I'm going to bring in a structure that me and Avery are talking about uh, you know the, uh, there's a lot of stuff that won't be negotiable in the system and if Players don't do, players will make mistakes, coaches will make mistakes that I can live with, but you have to stick with the system, with the structure that we're going to talk about and uh, hard work. And I I mentioned it upstairs, I'm a a big believer in fitness and players that are going to play for me are going to have to be in shape or I'll get them in shape. And they know that, guys that know me and uh, the guys I coach with the Flyers that will play for me next year uh, here, uh, they know that and I'm sure their word's going to be spread around and And for me to be a pro, you got to be a pro 24 hours a day. It's at the rink and away from the rink. It goes from nutrition, the way you act around town, you represent the logo, and uh, I'm a big believer in that. And uh, that's my job to uh, make sure everybody is on the same page.
0: Anthony Sanfilippo,
1: you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead. Hey, Lappy, congratulations. Um, uh, I I guess the the question I have is, um, you've talked a lot about Helping these guys become good pros um, and finding their chair. I, I know you've had that conversation with me in the past. Um, but what what's the difference at the American Hockey League level when you're just one step away from the NHL, as opposed to when you were working as a development guy, the guys that were still in junior or still just breaking into the into professional hockey?
2: Well, when I was de- dealing with the junior kids, you know, we, I did uh, some kind of job to do. Like it was more like. Uh, I'll come up every two weeks, watch you play, and talk about more like a get to know the kid more than anything. You know, I didn't want to coach when I did play. I wanted to coach, but let's say I went to see goals at union. I wouldn't tell them how to play D, you know, that's his coach at union who was responsible for that. I was more like a, my, my role was more to get to know those guys for the future. What kind of kids they were like, I met mom and dad. And just to get to know that kid, when you do come to the American league, well, it's different. Now I, 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 have hands on every day on you and uh, just going to do whatever I think it's best for you. And, um, you know, I do have a great staff, like, you know, from the player development, the management to help me out in that regard to get to know those kids a little bit better on the hockey side and the staff I'm, we're going to hire is going to be uh, guys that think like I do, like, you know, uh, they have a development at heart first and after that, uh, whatever. But, uh, it's um, that's the difference between being player development and worry about the junior kids and being in my position today.
0: Wayne Fish, you're on with the Perriere. Go ahead.
1: Hi, Coach. Congratulations. Uh, you mentioned you. that, that um, the this is oh, it was mentioned that you're one step away from being a, possibly being an NHL head coach. Do you have aspirations for that someday?
2: I'll be honest with you, Wayne. Right now, my goal is to make those kids better here. And uh, you know what, I've, I'm a guy who goes day by day. I did that all my career as a player. I did that all my career as a coach. And that doesn't change, you know, like, uh, yes, the NHL is a great league and everything. My goal right now is to help the Phantoms compete and be, uh, you know, have those kids get better every day. And at the end of the day, if I can do my job by doing that, we'll, be a, we'll compete at this level. And um, that's that's the way I'm focusing right now. I got enough to focus on it. I don't have time to think about that the NHL. I'm worried about the kids I'm gonna have next year and uh, I do have a lot of work to do. Amy Johnson, you're on with Ian LaPerriere, go ahead.
1: Thank you, hi Ian, congratulations. Um, question for you, kind of following along with that, uh, what do you feel really at the AHL level is the key to balancing kind of that that three tiered mission of creating a winning environment for the AHL team while also balancing young prospect development with the veterans you have on the roster and and successfully transitioning those young prospects to the NHL game if and when they're called on to do so.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's one thing I'm going to learn. I, you know, like you, I don't know much about the American League. I know you know by watching it and you know being around people that co-chair and play here but there is a fine line for sure like at the end of the day like it's going to go back to the way i want the team to play and back into the structure I, i'm gonna to have to have those kids buy in into that structure and if they do get better it, it won't be like a free ride like you know if they keep making the same uh not mistake but if they don't play in the structure they won't play i go back to my um uh, the only thing I control, it's the ice time. One of the big thing I control, it's the ice time. And it's part of being a pro. You know, if you do the right thing, if the coach is asking you to do this and you don't, well, there's consequences. And, um, you know, it comes with, if we have more guys doing it, we will win more games than lose games. But we'll see what kind of team we're going to have next year on paper. But it doesn't matter what team I get. I'm going to have to make them better. And it's going to, even if they're Flyers prospect or they're not, if you wear a Phantoms jersey, I'm going to help you uh, be better as an individual. If, and if I do and we do as a staff a good job, um, you know, we have, we'll win more games than lose, for sure.
0: We'll take a couple more questions. Jordan Hall, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead. Hi, Ian. Congratulations. I had a kind of a two-parter real quick. Uh, do you know who your assistant will be and, c- and can you disclose that? And also uh, just wondering who, who were, who have been your biggest mentors in the coaching
1: business?
2: Well, I'll start with that. You know, uh, I, I, chief was uh, my first coach I coached with. I liked the way he is. He, he never changed. Like I had him as an assistant coach and I, uh, I coached with him when he was a head coach and he's just, he was himself and that's my goal. I'm going to be myself. You know, I took me this far in life. i I'm not planning on changing that. And, but again, as a player, I learned a lot from teammates I played with. As a coach, I did the same thing. Every coach I coach with, I'm, you know, I learned from them. Okay, I like this. I don't like that. I'll keep this if I have a coach, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's, it goes through my mind. And that's, I, I feel that's the way I played that long. And um, I'm planning on using what I learned from all the coaches I coach with and make myself a better coach. And what was your first question there? Have you decided your assistant? Oh, my assistant. Yeah, I'm in the process right now, but I feel like um, I feel and like we feel like we're long, if I wait until July, there'll be more uh, more candidate, like top notch candidate, like you know, out there. I do have names in my head, but uh, for me, like a perfect um, staff would be, um, you know, a D coach who played the position before and does have an AHL experience and afford with uh, more like a skilled player who does have AHL experience. You know, but, you know, I, I'm in a tough position to hire a guy who never coach. I want guys that are better than me in certain areas just to make everybody better. I'm not afraid of hiring like uh, strong people and uh, people with more knowledge than me. And I, I believe that's what makes uh, a good staff when you have people with different opinions around you. And uh, I do, um, yeah, that's my goal. We'll see, again, I'm going to wait. I'm, uh, I know there will be coaching jobs available uh, you know, around the league, and some of those coaches are going to go for those jobs. And um, I feel like at the end of uh, June or beginning of July, there will be uh, big names out there, and we'll see.
0: We'll do two more questions. Rob Parent, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead.
2: Hey, Lappy, how you doing? I'm good. Thanks, Rob. Good to see you talking to the media again. I always talk to the me, media. Yeah. I'm friendly you had
0: basically three head coaches to work with the last couple of seasons can you talk about how different that was if it was that different or just how maybe how your role changed
2: Oh, well, my role changed we all know like i went from uh being part of some special teams my you know with chief and Axtell, and when av took over like you know i, I went up there and uh, but that's one thing like i'm I love this organization and I was willing to do whatever it takes. If they felt like whatever they, they need me to do to make this team better, I would have done it. And I was like that as a player. And it's in my nature, you know, I was, uh, and I don't regret it because I learned so much and everything like, you know, uh, last two years when I went up there, I saw the game differently two years ago. This year, I came back on the bench full time. AV gave me more like, you know, uh, pre-scouts and everything. And, uh, I learned a lot and uh, that's, that's, that's the quality I have, I guess, just learning from uh, every position they put me in and uh, make myself a better coach. And uh, chief was chief. Again, I talked about chief. He's the guy that um, I respect a lot. I respected him a lot as a player. I have no choice. So he beat me up, but uh, as a coach, I like because he never changed. He was himself. And uh, that's what I plan to be. I'll be myself, but again, I'll be the head coach. I, I do have uh, uh, more power than I had before as an assistant coach, but I will bring uh, positive energy and um, positive feedback. I don't believe in uh, putting people down when they're, you know, deeper when they're down already. I'm a big believer in staying positive. Coming at the rink should be, uh, should be fun. I've, all, I've been in a game for 27 years in the NHL level. Um, I love coming to the rink, and uh, it's contagious. I know that, and I'm going to make sure players feel the same.
0: We'll do one last question. Sam Carcidi, you're on with Ian LaPerriere. Go ahead.
2: Yeah,
1: Lappi, uh, Terry Murray has been uh, met, rumored as, as a candidate to be an assistant. Have you had talks with him, and, and uh, what is your relationship with him, and w- would he be a guy you would uh, strongly consider?
2: I got a lot of respect for Terry Murray. He's been in the game for a long time, and uh, I know Terry. He's, you know He's a flyer. I know him. I haven't talked to him. You know, I, I talked to a couple of guys for assistant coaches position just because they reach out. I told them at reach back at the end of the month, but no, I haven't talked to Terry. And um, I know he's seventy one years old. He's you know he's he's done a lot in this game and this organization. Um, but I'm, I'll be honest, like I'm, I'm not looking for babies, but I'm looking for younger guys. If you want, with um, you know, I want I want to teach. And for, I believe that if you want to teach, you got to show how to do things. I'm not saying Terry can't, but he's 71 years old. As a younger staff, I feel like the staff I'm going to hire, I want them to be involved. Not old school. I'm not saying Terry's like that. But like when I first uh, started playing, coaches would go to the board and show what they want the players to do. Well, I, I'd like to have a staff that will go out. And if we need to show something, they'll go out and show it. And to do that, you need a, a little bit younger staff.
0: Okay, coach, thank you very much for your time.
2: All right. Thank you, guys.